0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created the podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or walking your dog, we're glad you tuned in.
1: Good morning. It's Thursday, April 15. Like, is it still tax day? I don't know if they have moved everything, you know, uh, with the pandemic and stuff like that. But it is April 15, and uh, do you know what today is, Tori? No you know what national holiday it is today?
0: No, but I am sure that you're going to share it with us. I am us.
1: eager to share it with you. It is National High Five Day. So let's do a high five into the microphone really loud. Ready? One, two, three. There we go. It's National High Five Day. It's also National Laundry Day. And I just want to say kudos and shout out to you, you carry the laundry load in our home. Um, you make all the laundry clean and um, fresh-smelling and folded. So, uh, but I
0: will not put his away because he complained about a month into our marriage that I put his stuff in his drawers wrong. That was uh, the last time I ever put anything away. We ever we,
1: maybe we'll have to edit that part out. Like you're making me sound like I'm I'm kind of like OCD. Uh, OCD. Yes. yes. Yes, I am. Hey, in between uh, recordings, uh, you looked up the name of the guy who is on Up. What is his name?
0: His name is Carl.
1: And why is that significant?
0: Because Matt's middle name is Carl.
1: So maybe I am the guy from Up. Karen Greenwood always calls me the guy from Up when I wear my glasses. But when I see the guy from Up, I think he's kind of short and squatty and like (laughs) a big head. Is that how people see me? Yeah, you probably have small ears too. Is that why people... I think that I look like Carl on Up? I guess I'll just I'll just own it. I'll just own it. Um, well, it's been a lot of fun doing the podcast with you this week. I know uh, you were reluctant and um, didn't want to do it, but uh, thank you for saying yes. Uh, was it as bad as you thought it was going to be? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, what word of encouragement would you give to anyone out there uh, that gets it. asked to be on the podcast? Uh, don't do it. Come on, really.
0: No, it's not terrible, but...
1: (laughs) Not terrible. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's just two people sitting around reading the scripture. Um, And today we're going to read from Luke 24. So Tori, would you kind of close out our week? There is no scripture on Friday this week. So this is our last one. Um, Would you mind reading it, uh, Luke
0: 24? Sure. Luke 24, 36b-48. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do your doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything to eat here? They gave him a piece of broiled fish. So Carl, as you heard that passage, what's one (laughs) thing that was getting your attention today?
1: Oh man, this was a fun passage. I love Luke 24. Um, You know, it made me think a little bit of yesterday's passage. uh, When John said this, he said, you know, dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is, and it just, it makes me think about, like, um, what will that be like, you know, what will our, what will our resurrected bodies be like, what will the, the, the return of Jesus be like, and, and what will he look like, because, um, because this is a story of the disciples having an encounter um, with the resurrected Christ, um, and he obviously is, he's different. He's the same in the sense that they they somehow recognize him, and he still is Jesus, but there, there's something different about them. It's like he just kind of shows up, you know. He has this ability to kind of like just suddenly be present, you know, in a room, um, and it says that they were startled thinking that they saw a ghost, and um, I don't know if that's just because they knew that he had died, and now they're seeing him alive, or if he just looked funny or different, but I just, I just found it kind of amusing almost, you know, like he he must, he's appearing like a ghost to them, and uh, you know, he, he's saying like, look, like peace, I, I give you peace, don't be afraid, like touch me, see me, you know, and then he even says, a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have, so obviously he still had flesh and bones, but yet there was something really different about his body And, um, and I I just, I I got, um, I almost found myself smiling and laughing out loud a little bit when, when he says like, I mean, hey guys, like, do you have anything to eat? And I'm trying to figure out is that because he's hungry? Or is that because he wants to demonstrate to them? Like, look, could a ghost eat a piece of broiled fish? Like, I'm going to, like, if, if, like, I think of if Casper the ghost is trying to eat fish, just kind of goes right through him and falls onto the floor. But that's not happening, you know? Um, And so I I think part of Jesus's motivation is um, he's okay with people wanting to check him out and he's okay with demonstrating to them his, his reality. And there's just something about that piece of this story that, that I just, um, take great joy in and delight in um, that that just, that compassionate side of Jesus. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know if that even made any sense. Did that make any sense to you?
0: It did, it did. And I'm supposed to as reading the script, I'm supposed to repeat back to you what you all said. Uh I don't know. You said so much Uh that I'm just going to go on and add (laughs) my own thoughts because your stuff was great, but I can't just pinpoint one thing. So I think when I read this, it is so much easier for us today to read this than to have lived it. Because we know the other side, we already knew this story. Mm. They were living it in real time. So I think I would be scared like them if I all of a sudden saw someone that was supposed to be dead. Mm-hmm. It's just so much easier for us to because we know what happened. We know he rose from the dead. We know that he came back. But they were living this. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I would have believed that he would have risen
1: mm-hmm.
0: until I saw him. I would have been just as scared and questioned him too, just like they did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Like that. We, we sometimes forget, um, it it becomes so second nature to us. Like we, we kind of have heard this story more than once and we kind of, um, have connected some dots for ourselves, but, uh, they were living it in real time. I mean, right before this story, you know, it says, while they were still talking about this, Jesus suddenly stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Well, what that refers to is, um, you know, right before this story was Jesus's encounter with the disciples on the road to Emmaus. You know, two disciples are walking, you know, on their way to Emmaus after the crucifixion of Jesus. They, they think that, that it's done, it's finished, you know, what they were putting their hope in isn't going to happen. So they're returning home. Jesus shows up next to them he, again like they don't recognize him. There's something different about his resurrected body. Um, But then uh, he he begins to teach them, you know, from the scriptures about all that was to take place and, and how, you know, Jesus is the fulfillment of the scriptures. And then their eyes were opened as they're breaking bread, you know, around a table. And then he disappears. And then they rush back to Jerusalem. And that's where we picked up this story. They're like, they're probably out of breath running, you know, it's a long ways. And they're, they're telling the disciples that we've seen Jesus. They're hearing stories about how Mary and Mary have encountered Jesus and Peter and John had ran to the tomb and they're all sitting around talking about this. Like, you're right. Like there's, there's something exciting about trying to imagine it, you know, for them in real time and in to give them some grace, you know, uh, like, we would have reacted the same way they did. And we would have struggled to recognize and we would have been scared and we would have had um, like this mixture of, it says joy and amazement. You know, they, they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement. They're just so overwhelmed. And in that moment, Jesus just matter of factly says, Hey guys got anything to eat? You know, it's almost like he's just compassionately saying like, it's me. I'm real you know, I'm with you. And he's just like inviting them into something normal, like a meal. And uh, I think for me, just the the punch of of this story is um, Jesus's invitation to disciples then. And I would say to disciples today, it's like he's saying, um, do you doubt? I can appreciate that. It's okay. But I invite you to check me out, touch me, see me, Put your hands, you know, where the nails were. Um, check me out. I, I, I just think that's, that's the kairos for me, you know, in this passage today um, in, a, in a fresh way is uh, can we all hear Jesus saying, like, check me out. You, you, you're struggling to believe. You're struggling to understand. Quite okay. You're in good company. But I invite you to, to get close, to touch me, to check me out. Yeah, so that, that's kind of my takeaway from this passage. Anything else you would add as we kind of wrap up our week?
0: I don't think so. I think I like being in this time, though. Yes, it would have been cool to live with Jesus, but I think seeing it from this side is actually cooler.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, You know, to, to have like the... The more complete story, you know the, the 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 entire scriptures, you know to to delve into for sure that's that's an advantage and it's also then a responsibility and a challenge for us. like, okay, like we don't have as many excuses either, you know, like they did. like um that's we true. we do have the whole story and and so what are we doing with it? And I think that's a great connection, Tori. you just made me think of something else. you know, um you know, did you catch in there in verse forty four? Uh, when Jesus says, you know, everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. I mean, go back right before this story on the road to Emmaus. That's exactly what Jesus did. He, he, um, he started, he said, it says that he began at the beginning with Moses and all the prophets. And he explained to them what was said in the scriptures concerning himself. Makes me think back to Monday, so I'm I'm seeing a thread now in these passages. Makes me think back to Monday when Peter, after healing uh, the man um, and being, you know, questioned, and then uh, stepping into an opportunity to to preach, you know, he says, "Now, fellow Israelites, I know you acted in ignorance, as did all your leaders, but this is how God fulfilled what He had foretold through all the prophets." Saying that the Messiah would suffer, so repent now and turn to God. Um, there, there, there's just this big what we would call a storyline or meta narrative um, that it seems really important for Jesus for us to to see and for us to understand and for us to get. It's important, you know, that, that Peter now wants people to see and to get. And I think it's simply this: this book. That you can't see, but I, I, I'm holding it up right now to the microphone as if you could see it. This book from Genesis to Revelation is all about Jesus. It all points to Jesus. It's a story that centers around Jesus. That when so the advantage we have that you're talking about with with the entirety of scriptures, we can begin to see and understand. And find Jesus, sort of like in every frame of the story, we can see foreshadowings. We can see echoes of Jesus. We can see prophecies of Jesus. You know, um, we we can read about Jesus. We have that that gift in the Gospels. We can read about Jesus. You know, we have Paul's teachings and the Peter's teachings and James' teachings on Jesus. Like this whole thing is about Jesus. And and I think what Jesus is. Um, inviting us into in this story in Luke 24 is, come check me out. And I would I would, make, I would just leave it like this, this week. I think this is a good ending point. Like anybody who's listening to this, um, you know, whether you're a part of the Victory Point family or you're just a friend or family of, of the Victory Point family, um, wherever you are, whoever you are, uh, Jesus invites you and he invites me and he invites us to check him out, to touch him, to get close, to see him. And and the best way we have to check him out is to be in the scriptures. That's what this Bible reading plan is is all about. That's what this Bible reading plan podcast is, is for as a supplement. We just want to know Jesus. We want to see Jesus in every frame of the story. So maybe you could send us out with a blessing, but um, I would send us out with, with verse 45. Jesus opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. So um, may that be true of everyone listening. Uh, may Jesus open our minds and help us understand what we read um, every day in this Bible
0: reading plan. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. Guys, thanks for listening. Um, as much as I don't enjoy doing this, it wasn't so bad.
1: Yes. Thank you for doing this, Tori. Like, can, can we just give a kiss on the microphone? No, like, Can we, we cannot. end that way? No, please. Carl
0: and Tori, out. <laughs> out.